This episode is brought to you by KG Productions for Krishna Nose. Good morning. So we are doing the Srimad Bhagavad Gita. Uh, we had done chapter 5 up to verse 22. So we are starting verse 23 onwards. We were discussing last time about an enlightened person. So we are going to continue from where we left. So Krishna is describing to Arjuna what an enlightened person is like. We are doing Bhagavad Gita chapter 5 verse 23. He alone who is able to withstand in this very life before casting off this body the urges of lust and anger is a yogi. He alone is a happy man. Now, these are the two qualities every average human being has. People, those who are on the path of spiritual or in the material world also, whenever they start off being on the path of spiritual, these are the two things which they normally have within them. One is called lust and the second one is anger. These are two of the greatest problems a person has to overcome in his life. The understanding that Human beings have been created for procreation. This is a very, very <laughs> wrong way of looking at life. Human beings are supposed to procreate. It's a, it's a view. And in this viewpoint, it means that you have to create your future generations. Now, if that is the task, why is it that in all the spiritual texts it is written that you don't do that? And wherever there is a concession given, it is said that you can have children, but once you have them, don't get lusty once again. Then you have to live like brother and sister. I mean, this is what is mentioned in most of the scriptures. I think you have understood by now. The idea that lust is important is a factor which has come into the picture now. You will find that in India, we never had something which is called you know, marriages which are done by what is called as love marriage or people who fall in love and then get married and so on and so forth. In India, we have always had what is called as arranged marriage. Now, in an arranged marriage, there is no idea who the, you know, the boy is or the girl is. Most of the time, they have not seen each other at all. Even in pictures, the parents have finalized on it and the person goes for the marriage just like that. It is not known. There the question of getting married to somebody and then getting into those kind of lustful activities is very slow. <laughs> it is not too fast. But today's day and age, the whole thing has shifted and people normally get married and they, they have fallen in love and then they do all kinds of things and then they get married. The idea that lust and anger are the worst enemies of man should be understood right here. Why is lust the enemy of man? You may ask, you say that this is a God-given quality, then why is lust the enemy? 
when a man is lusty, he has no regards for anybody or anything. He has only the idea of satisfying his lust. Now when I say he doesn't mean the male only. It means the female also. Alright, both. The idea is to fulfill the lustful desires. And human beings are just like any other animal. They want to fulfill their baser needs. Even in case of the person who has written the Maslow's theory, he has also said that is a baser need. Isn't it? The fulfillment of the need need not be lustful at all. The idea that you are getting married is not only for fulfilling your lust but to create a very good society. It is the meeting point of two different kinds of people. It is creation of a very healthy society. Not just for the sake of producing children. They can have one or two children. That's it. Beyond that, they are not supposed to bother their head about rest of the things. But to be a good member of the society is very important. And that is the reason why this basic desire, which is called lust, should be extinguished immediately in the Grahastashram itself. Anybody who is carrying it beyond the age of 40, 45 or 50 is doing harm to his own self. Man is still a potent person till he is 80 and 90. A woman loses her potency by the time she is around 40, 45, 50, 55. That is the age group because that is how her body is made. A man can produce billions of sperms and every day there is a production of a new sperm. In a woman's case, there is no production happening. It is already there inside the body. It is getting released every month. So there is a limited capacity there. And that is the reason why a woman after the age of 40, 45, after her menopause, everything comes to a standstill. Lust should not be the criteria in any human being's life after they have finished their grahastha ashram. It is allowed till you are in the grahasthi. But after that, it is not a done thing. Even when you are in the grahastha ashram, the moment you have your children, you have to seize. You have another job to do to take care of your children, isn't it? Then why are these other activities so important? So lust is just an unnecessary desire which comes about and we need to curb it. And here Krishna is talking about that in this very life before casting of the body, the urges of lust and anger, these two, a person is supposed to get rid of lust when they finish their second part, which is the grahast. And anger is the problem which Krishna has defined only two. He is not speaking of greed over here. Please understand, two of the biggest sins in the world is lust and anger. He is not saying that greed. Greed comes much later. Anger is the root cause of destruction. Did I not tell you that lust has to be given up for the betterment of the society? 
Now please remember this line you have to remember. To be a good society, person in a society, the most important thing that you got to give up is anger. Lust is at number one. Number two is called anger. Why is anger so destructive? It is because you do not understand that everything is God in this world. If you get angry with another person, you are getting angry with God. Do you really think that is correct? You are not supposed to get angry with anything or anybody. Science says that anger is because there is a certain thing in your brain. I can assure you for sure that the brain can be manipulated by human beings. Every part of the body can be manipulated. You know how it can be manipulated? By good living. If you have some of the world's deadliest diseases, let us say for example you have cancer, diabetes, you know these are some of the diseases that take more lives. Okay? You have seen recently a person committing suicide. He had issues connected to his you know, psychological issues. The person who is giving this answer is somebody who has read psychology, a subject which came into the picture recently, recent times after the world war. Before that, nobody said anything about it. Alright? Now, everybody is called by different, different name. Some people really believe, you know, they, they start believing in nonsense. Oh, I am compulsive, something, something, they will say. What are you talking about? If you keep your things in place, you see, it's called a compulsive addiction, a certain kind of thing. I'm sorry, that is not the truth. You got to be perfect in your place. That means every person in the army, navy and the armed forces is an idiot. Because they are supposed to keep everything perfectly in place, isn't it? I'm, I'm, I'm asking you this question. Have you seen the barracks of these, uh, you know, people from the defense? They keep everything perfectly in place. Obsessive, compulsive nature. What bullshit are they talking about? That means every person in the military or in these armed forces is a compulsive person. You know, that whatever that thing they say. Do you think he is obsessive? No. It is called discipline. But people have this habit, habit of saying, you know, you know, I am very compulsive, obsessive. I like to keep things in place. Well, you must be having some military background then. That is something created by, you know, psychology and science. Don't get into it. So anger is there in human beings and it is the most dangerous thing as per Krishna's words. First is lust, second one is anger. If you have even a little bit of anger, you are going against my universe. You are not supposed to get angry with anybody. Because if you get angry with another person, you are getting angry with me. Everybody is mine. So if everybody is mine, don't get angry with people. The same thing, if you have something to say to the person, you can say it calmly. So if you want to be a spiritual perfectionist, then this is the verse which tells you, He alone who is able to withstand in this life, in this life, before he dies, the urges of lust and anger becomes a yogi, is a yogi. And he alone is a happy man. When you get rid of your lust and your anger, 
happiness will automatically descend on you. You know, happiness will come because you are not lusting after anybody. You are not trying to seek some pleasure somewhere. You don't have any desires. When you don't have any desires, there is no lust anywhere. And when there is no lust, what is there to gain? So you just give up. Similarly, you get angry because your ego is upset. Anger comes because you have certain rules and regulations which you think you are, you think no end of yourself creating rules and regulations. A person has to keep things in place. A person has to do like this. A person has to do like that. Whose rules are those? I have not designed any rules, Krishna says. In my world, Manu has designed the rules. Manu is the first born. So they have to be followed because for the betterment of this world. And in that he has clearly said, do not be angry. Because anger kills happiness. When you look at an angry person, they will never have a smile on their face. It always appears that they are having constipated faces. Look at the face of a person who is angry. You will understand that that person looks so ugly. So anger has to be given up to be happy. Then you become a yogi. He who is happy within himself. I am doing verse 24 now. Chapter 5, Bhagavad Gita. He who is happy within himself enjoys within himself the delight of the soul and even so is illumined by the inner light. Such a yogi identified with Brahma attains Brahma who is always peace. So, when you get rid of these two dangerous elements from your life, one is called lust and second one is called anger. When you get rid of these two, then you will be happy. Once you are happy, see, spiritual people in the world are trying to give happiness by doing yoga, pranayama and all those meditation and all that kind of thing. But the same person who is doing all this yoga, pranayama and all is an angry person, is full of lust. Think about it. Go to any yoga studio. They don't call a yoga school or a yogi in an ashram. They call it as a yoga studio. Why? You get to see shapely people over there. That is why. In studio you do photography, isn't it? You have to look good. Why do these idiots join these yoga studios? They are interested in only lust. First thing is lust. You can go to any place, by the way, the men are going to be, you know, disgustingly wearing all the garments. You Look at the men, the way they wear garments. The yuckiest of the garments they will wear. Shapeless. I don't know what do they get out of wearing those kind of shapeless garments. Yeah, if you are doing martial art, please wear those garments. Martial art is for defense and offense, correct? But yoga is meant for happiness. Why are you being such an ugly person? Today morning I was watching a video posted on YouTube. In that I saw very ugly looking people. I mean the, all the men over there look like as if they have come from some you know, uh, I don't know, some uh, jungles or something like that. But the women were looking very different. Because they were wearing yoga pants and nice nice clothes you know which all these idiots were watching. I mean, yoga is supposed to remove the lust. And I am not joking. Please ask anybody who joins these yoga institutes. And they should answer it truthfully. Do you feel your lust growing? You know the answer is, yeah. What kind of a thing that is? 
Why is your lust supposed to grow? You are supposed to become happy by giving up lust. And anger should be going away. But anger comes in. He has taken my place. Yesterday I was doing my yoga over here. Oh my God. Anger? I mean, you have some patent on that place or what? That you, that somebody else comes and sits in your place? And I am not telling you something which is fake. I personally seen it because I attended many such kind of things in the past. I used to visit all these big, big uh, so-called yogis. I have never found anything worthwhile in those classes. Okay, the only thing people are interested in taking down the numbers of other people. That time, you know, there were no cell phones that much. So they will take down, can I have your number please? And they will very blatantly tell, you know, I want to do business with you. What business you can understand? Anyway, coming back to the point. Happiness is required. You are free to do what is required for attaining happiness. But it should remove these two greatest evils in the world. It is not lust and greed. It is lust and anger. Ramakrishna Paramahansa called it greed. But Krishna calls it anger. You remove these two from your life. Happiness will descend on you. And when happiness descends on you, you will be lost in the self. Because your eyes are, you don't have roving eyes after that. No, you know what roving eyes means, isn't it? You're not, uh, you're not scanning people. Because your roving eyes go away. Uh -huh. It goes away, straight away into the gutters. Anger doesn't come because you are not upset with anything or anybody. On the contrary, you become sattvic in nature. Your sattva grows by leaps and bounds. Anger should never be the root cause of your destruction. Please remember that. When I talk of lust, I have to make this statement. The lust can be not just for the opposites, you know. It can be for the same also. So people think, you know, I am not lusting for the opposite person, you know, opposite sex. You understand? I am lusting for the same type of mind. It is not lust, you know. What do you mean by it is not lust? Everything is lust. If you are attracted even to some object in this world, that is also lust. The lust means desire. So, I hope you understood this. The desire. There is a movie going on, which is like recently. That woman underwent a divorce because her husband was homosexual. Okay. And she wrote a big book on that. That is not a disease. It is a desire. Lust is, the, the word is desire. Desire of any kind is lusting after that object. Now you may say that I don't have desires for human beings or other kind. No. I only desire good clothes. I only desire good shoes. I want to wear those latest Nikes. I want that nice watch, you know. I only desire for those. Did I not tell you that the first word of lust is called desire? And if you love all those things, suppose, if you love those physical objects like a dress, a watch or any other, even a shoe, and it increases your desire, you know what is the word they say for that? It's called fetish. I hope you understand that. 
so the word lust is translated into desire got the answer there is no need for raising any desires of any kind you are going to go down when you give up these desires then you become happy within yourself and you will enjoy the delight of the soul because you have nothing to look outside for not even clothes not even cars not even houses not even money if you have a desire for earning money and becoming rich that is also a desire you want to become some great person you want to become a ceo a prime minister a president or whoever it is still called a desire you are lusting for that position i hope you got this so any kind of desire is a problem a person who is desireless is lost in the soul is lost within because he has nothing to look outside for he has nothing to actually want outside i want this i want that he is not caring about it so what does he want he wants himself that is the soul within the only thing that he can search for is not another person but the soul within somebody called me up and said you know what there is nobody for me to talk to that is why i want to talk to you well yogis of the greatest the highest yogis in the world they stay in the himalayas do you think they have another yogi to talk to you know yesterday when i was doing my meditation i saw shiv ji coming and standing in front of me well he was not carrying his damru otherwise i would have come to know immediately and then but his you know uh, nandi came and nandi started nuzzling me and all what bullshit are you talking you think the yogis have time for all this bullshit they are alone they are lost in themselves even if you are working even if you are at one place you should tire yourself out and then go to sleep if you are tired and if you are falling asleep that is the greatest thing you have done service unto mankind is the greatest thing service unto the self is also great so there is nobody outside of you why are you searching for people Do you understand when I say this person should not have any lust? That means he is not looking for a companion. Also, he doesn't have a desire for companionship. Well, you have yourself, your own being as your companion. Your own self is your companion. You you don't need anybody, and that is called the God within. Be happy and contented with the God within. you don't need another person i can assure you this much people in this world go mad because they don't have company they say those are purely material worldly people they need company people in spiritual don't need company they can be alone throughout their life do you think jesus christ told his mother mom i am going for 14 years to india and all those places to learn you think this is what he told his mother no he just went away likewise ramana maharishi just left one note i am going away finished and he vanished and he was staying alone he, did you get the point even dattatre at the age of 8 he told his mother enough is enough you know now i don't want to stay here i am going away buddha he just vanished didn't he just looked at his wife and his kid lying there and he said ah, bye bye i see you and went away i mean not loudly in his own mind maybe adi shankaracharya do you understand yogis are happy within themselves material world pure material worldly people require company they require some associate they want companionship they want friend relative this one that one you don't need anybody you want to be a yogi be alone 
be alone but you are two you are yourself and the self he says he finds delight within the soul and even so illumined by the inner light then the person becomes illumined by the inner light the soul within is self illumined it is full of knowledge it teaches you everything the dance that is you makes you a intelligent person a spiritually perfect being you don't need any company you see the bigger you become the greater number of people you want under you you know that isn't it suppose you become a manager a senior manager general manager or a vice president or whoever ceo do you know how many chaprasis you have under you you understand what a chaprasi means somebody who is your servant how many servants do you have more number of servants you require people because you are useless bagar you only can give ideas to the world you yourself can't do those things you should be able in spiritual you have to become self reliant you have to know how to do every job perfectly you don't require any associates a yogi can do anything to become a yogi you should do every task that is there but in the material world you will require a lot of servants and especially when you are purely material being you will want to do everything through somebody else it is like putting your gun on somebody's shoulder and doing all your dirty job even if you are a ceo and if you are in the path of spiritual you will have to clean the vessels also okay you will have to sweep the floors also if you come to my ashram and if you tell me you are some ceo or some company you may be a minister or somebody like that i don't care you should know what it means to do the work the reason is because when you become self reliant you become one with yourself and then you are capable of reaching the self such a yogi a sankhya yogi is identified with brahma attains brahma which is all peace it is when you are involved in your activity and when you are lost in your own self at that point in time you don't need another person you don't need anyone else so there is no lust and there is no greed in your life and when there is no lust and when there is no greed you become one with the brahma all right so we move to the next verse now we are doing chapter 5 bhagavad gita verse 25 the seer whose sins have been purged whose doubts have been dispelled by knowledge whose disciplined mind is firmly established in god and who are devoted to the welfare of all beings attain brahma which is all peace let us do this slowly the seer whose sins have been purged you have to become a sinless person you see there is no guarantee that in this life you will become enlightened we because some people start at a certain point and some people have come to the terminal point so let us see this people when you are on the path of spiritual and when you have given up your lust and anger that is desire and anger then you become happy that was mentioned to you all your sins get purged that means all your past karmas they get written off they get wiped out clean because when you move on the path of sattva the sattva makes you minus out all your negativity that was there in the world that means all the karma goes away you are purged of it most important is called doubt 
a person whose doubts are dispelled by knowledge you see human beings have doubts of various kinds what are the doubts the doubts are how is my future going to be what am i going to do i have problems in my spiritual world i have problems in my material world in my professional world in my mati you know in uh, with my wife or with my spouse i have problems in so many kinds now tell me is that a question yes you have doubts how are you going to face the future is the biggest doubt that doubt comes because you see uncertainty in everything what is certain in this life do you know what is certain in this life if you are a human being what is certain in this life one thing that is absolutely certain is called death do you know this the one thing which is absolutely certain in this life is called death so any problem that you have first go to the end point the end point is called death second thing when is it going to happen why do you care it can happen tomorrow it can happen today or it can happen 100 years later you don't know you may live for 140 years for all you know huh? grand old man or woman whoever well you may live for as many years doesn't matter so when there is an uncertainty over certain things like when are you going to die you have uncertainty there so why not start now here and now so if i want to start here and now what are the two things that i have to remove from my life desire and anger did you get the point eliminate desire tick 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 minus anger minus scratch it out why are you angry suppose you have a spouse who is sitting on your nerves you know call the time why are you angry you are angry because that person doesn't conform to your wishes you are angry because you have certain desires to be met and when you have the desires to be met your anger grows somebody who doesn't fulfill desires you know what happens isn't it anger grows this is what is krishna has said unfulfilled desires leads you to anger and then you go into the gutters so what is it that you got to tackle right here and now get rid of all your desires and get rid of your anger the doubt is there because of these two things when you desire somebody let us say there is a woman there is a girl over there and a person is desiring that and you come to know oh she is already having a boyfriend you know what happens to you isn't it your desire get pus and then you get angry that person doesn't have anything look at me look at my muscles look at my brain what do you mean by muscles and brain you think the girl is interested in your muscle and brain she is not interested in all those things so that is the thing which you need to understand ha huh? this desire is leading you towards some nonsensical world of yours get rid of those and now now right now because you don't have any time left remember your clock is ticking and if your clock is ticking you have to get rid of these two things fast asap all your karmas get minused out fast 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 because you become happy you become happy and whatever the doubt that you had remember there were doubts we all started this thing with a doubt what was the doubt 
I will not be able to do this. I will not be able to do that. Whether I can make money, whether I can make billions, whether I can make trillions, whether I can go to Mars like, you know, Elon Musk and all those fellows. And I want to go to International Space Station. I want to see the, uh, you know, the latest machinery. I want to go to Germany and see the small trains. You know, there is one place where they show the small trains. All those things you want to see. Nuschwanstein Castle. <laughs> Walt Disney Castle. See it in your films. No, nowadays it shows too many Walt Disney films. You can see that castle with that going like that. <laughs> so, all these things that you want to see and feel and experience, open your YouTube and see. You see, one, you are going to pay for the airfare. You are going to stand in a queue and you are going to see it for two minutes. After that, they will say, next, next. What is the point? No, I want to have a touch and a feel of that place. I always ask people, you come to see Taj Mahal. What do you got to see over there? White, white building. Okay. You can see it in YouTube also. Alright. They say, no, no, no. We want to see. First is it will burn your feet. Okay. It is so hot over there. When you walk over, they give you some, some kind of a thing. And you walk over there. And you stand in a one bloody big queue. And you want to take pictures over there. For what? I don't know. And then you go to inside that place and then you say, Oh my God, this is the place where he built his very beautiful Taj Mahal. For what? A dead woman. By the way, her grave is also not there. So what are you going to see? An imaginary grave which doesn't exist. Because her bones are not there. So what are you going to see that building for? Why not see it in YouTube? Instead of wasting your money going over there. And nowadays because of pandemic, any which way YouTube is the best. Okay. So watch in YouTube and be happy. So your desire is fulfilled. Tick one more. So you want to go to China and watch some, you know, places where they shot all those avatar movies and all that. Now You can see in the TV, you can see avatar movie and you can watch YouTube and be happy with it. Because I don't know whether Chinese people will allow you inside now. Okay. See, the things which you got to understand is these are stupid desires which can never be met. Got it? People have their, what is called the wish list, some list they make. Huh? When before I die, I want to eat this. Before I die, I want to do that. That is called desire. Remember? Huh. Desire is the root cause of your if you have 100 desires and if I kill you tomorrow, just imagine. Krishna says, I am going to kill you tomorrow. Your 100 desires are still balanced, isn't it? Huh. What you wanted to taste? The best coffee in the world, isn't it? Right? You want to taste the best coffee in the world. That is what you mentioned. Alright? I am going to make you a civet cat. You will eat the coffee and you will poop it out and somebody else will drink it. That is called the best coffee in the world. A civet cat. I don't know. Go and google it if you want. A civet cat eats the coffee seeds. Okay. After that it poops it out. And those seeds are then roasted and given and sold as the most, delic most delicacy kind of a coffee in the world. I mean come on. In, what kind of people are there? Poopy coffee. So, this knowledge which is there has to be dispelled. I will tell you one more thing you know, where desires are concerned. People say, I want to drink that matcha, matcha tea. Matcha tea is green color tea. It's made in, China, in uh, Japan. Yeah. They wear some funny clothes and then go like this, like this and they pour tea to you. You can watch it in YouTube again. Okay. Yeah. And you can go to the market, buy some matcha if you want and drink it. And just dream that you are there. Okay. And some person is serving you tea. Same way coffee. There are only two types of coffee in this world. Okay. I don't know what they are called. Some Arabica something and something else. You can take those coffee, go to your neighboring coffee shop. You know, we have too many here in Bangalore. Tell them, I want both those varieties, give it to me. 
it is a black seed burnt to the core and you want to drink that and feel so oh i feel so happy they have made a billions dollar industry you know starbucks and all that i don't know why they have made that drinking coffee you can make coffee at home and drink it i have to go and sit in that place today i don't know what they are going to do with all the virus in the coffee also there might be ha huh? so you you will be careful oh okay is there a virus inside this coffee you don't even know for sure anything nowadays so do you get the point all these are called desires stupid desires throw them out now i am just trying to tell you how to remove the doubts from your mind okay doubts are important but they have to be thrown out next doubt i don't understand how this computer works you know you people are so intelligent you know how this computer works what is inside this computer some small people are standing and and making all the calculations or what don't be silly you are interested in knowing some answers you no know, go and ask that computer ji please tell me the answer and computer ji will tell you the answer nowadays you can talk to google also bing also all those fellows are there no yeah there some some place they also have one talking pin okay there some clip is there that fellow talks you know or you don't know is an old clip they call it clippy or something like that that fellow also talks nowadays one woman sitting over there calling herself sophia she also talks so you can talk to your all your phone and your computer and say computer ji please give me the answer and you can talk to google google will give you all answers you want so all your doubts will go away seriously don't have to doubt anything you can ask any question by the way they are very smart okay if you ask about the competitor they will give you a very funny answer <laughs> so what is krishna saying remove your doubts you are interested in good fruit eat the fruit don't ask where it came from people have this habit you know i heard that you know there are very nice oranges in nagpur i will go to nagpur and i will eat the oranges from there why why do you want to eat oranges from nagpur you can buy those oranges over here one orange you want or you want 10 oranges a few rupees here and there and you can eat it and you can think that oh we can dream of going to nagpur you can put on one youtube video and think you know you are in that field or you want to go to sicily and eat those lemons yellow color lemons you know sicily lemons very famous you can sit over here and enjoy your sicily lemons all those are called stupid desires okay and if you die without fulfilling your desires next life i told you remember civet cat example you no know, don't forget next life you want to drink the best coffee in the world krishna says i'm going to kill you just now next life you come back as a civet cat hmm. why you want that kind of a thing to happen to you don't bother you don't have all those desires forget them so all your knowledge will tell you this is called knowledge knowledge is something that teaches you how to become silent like that <laughs> please understand the more knowledge you have you should become silent why you come come and ask me any question okay i i'm, I'm talking in a typical indian line question you can ask you can come and ask me any question <laughs> i will tell you the answer is very i don't know the first thing i will tell you is i don't know <laughs> then i'll tell you why don't you google the answer it's not that i don't know i don't want to tell you why because you will waste my one hour on that you got the answer why do i need to waste my one hour on that you go read all those things artificial intelligence and all that things are there online isn't it what is artificial intelligence they are telling the machines now you take decision for me okay i am i am incapable of deciding anything for myself so mr machine you take decision for me so tomorrow onwards you don't have to bother about lifting your finger also you'll just look at the machine and the machine will say oh this fellow looks hungry i have to feed him 
and artificial intelligence will come and start feeding you you know you are going to become very soon a machine yourself nothing a old machine you will be relegated somewhere down the line and those fellows will take over i mean all the good movies nowadays they talk of machines taking over humans you know that no <laughs> so this is what so why do you need to know the answer is the answer going to give you anything some great uh, you know superiority complex or something no no so don't ask for the questions which are stupid remove all the doubts and then once you remove all the doubts you know what happens you have peace because you have nothing to ask have you seen a village bumpkin they say in the movies he is a village bumpkin what does he do he just goes to the field digs over there plants his seed comes back home eats that roti chapati or whatever that is and goes to sleep you know he is the happiest of the lot you know the reason why because he has nothing to think about because he first and foremost what is he got to dream about nothing he knows one thing see you can become a village bumpkin but remember the second thing you have to not forget become devotee of krishna you see you become a bumpkin but you become a devotee of krishna then you are free so you are dispelled the knowledge with the knowledge all the doubts go away disciplined mind is firmly established in god you have to become disciplined obsessive compulsive behavior okay disciplined a krishna is telling you that ocd they call it no disorder it's not a disorder krishna is actually telling you you should become like that get up in the morning do your prayers do your ablutions do your yoga asana pranayama whatever you want to do please go do pray to me become my devotee that is all and don't have any other desires so this disciplined mind is now firmly established in god who is devoted to the welfare of all beings he is devoted to the welfare of all beings i told you i'm going to tell you more when a person becomes enlightened is a brahmanyani he is not supposed to do anything there are two things which he is supposed to do which is going to be mentioned in, uh, further up in the next two verses two things he is supposed to do one when you become enlightened you have got 21 days to say goodbye to this world or the second thing is your guru and god will give you permission to teach the world now what is it that they are saying just listen to the words very carefully you were first bothered about yourself so i told you to become alone did i say these words you have to become alone first no desires no lust no anger nothing 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 you have to be alone you have to be lost in yourself are you bothered about others then no you are just lost in yourself in the first place then you can reach the state of brahma that is what he mentioned in the last verse then you become a yogi identified with the brahma attains the brahma so he has attained the brahma that means he has become a brahmanyani he has become enlightened self realized blah 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 liberated okay when you become liberated then the next thing which you need to know is now get out of your body because when you become enlightened you see me krishna in everything only an enlightened being looks at the whole world as an extension of the divine only so your job is to serve the mankind now those who are devoted to the welfare of all beings you should become devoted to the welfare of everybody an enlightened soul one jesus christ became enlightened and then he 
In four years' time, can you imagine his capacity? In four years' time, he and he went and helped the whole world. And you, forty years, or four hundred years, or four million years, and still nothing is happening. No, in four years' time, the Son of God was working with everybody, and. welfare of all beings he was only interested in the welfare of all beings so an enlightened soul's next job is to take care of all the beings around him every person animal bird nature everything including all the human beings that are there that is the job and if that is the job see mother teresa You know what she has done? She was helping the whole world around, isn't it? Look at all the great people. You see God in everything. After that, so enlightenment makes you this one person who is now seeing outside God everywhere, and then. attains brahma which is all peace so when you see the whole world is krishna alone and you are one with krishna remember i told you there are two things which you are supposed to get rid of before you start on this journey one is lust and second one is anger when you start this journey you have to do that and when you end this journey this is now the end of the journey then you see the whole world as me alone and when you see this whole world as me alone then you have to love everybody remember krishna is all about love only he is love incarnate so he loves the whole world he doesn't make distinctions between people at all then that love which was there in the heart remember his heart was full of love that heart expands and it engulfs the whole universe the whole universe is engulfed in this one heart of his because he has become one with krishna and then he becomes one with the brahma brahma means the unmanifest you don't have any identity left that means you are not the body you are that divine being you are brahma yourself then you understand you are that one and when you are that one do you know what are the three words that describe the one sat chit anand isn't it sat truth consciousness and blissfulness then blissfulness comes to you immediately there is nothing in this world that will trouble you after this ever because you see god in everything so this is a technique which has been told by shri krishna to arjuna he said to arjuna he said first and foremost do your job what is the job you are a soldier see see the whole genesis and the end of all things you are a soldier do your duty so he does his duty which is called swadharma he does his duty then the next thing he is supposed to get rid of his lust and anger if you are in arjuna's place don't you think you will get angry with your own brother for becoming the king whereas you have fought for this his victory arjuna is the one who fought for the victory of yudhishthir and the entire clan of pandavas single handedly isn't it so naturally that anger can come in him look at him he is sitting on my throne but he is told by krishna you don't have to get angry just do the job which is being told to you so after yudhishthir ascends the throne he is given the job of going and winning the world which he does and then once he finishes his second ashrama which is called the grahastha ashram all the brothers take to the third path which is called 
Vanaprastashrama and then they become sannyasis. So I hope you got the genesis and the end of it all. Then they become one with the divine. So this is the path which you need to follow. Get rid of your desire and anger and start on your beautiful journey towards the self. So we have come to the end of verse 25. Next time we will do verse 26 onwards from chapter 5. Have a great day and take care of yourself. Bye.